You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WHOA GNV Podcast, the coronavirus sessions, where our temporary mission is to save as many businesses and jobs as possible by sharing how your fellow business owners and professionals are navigating the impact of COVID-19. I am your host, Colin Austin, and my co-host is Michael Dees. Michael, welcome. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Cheerio, Colin. How are you? <laughs> Top of the morning. <laughs> well, I can't do it like you do. <laughs> hey, I give myself a solid six out of ten. Tom, come in here, man. Tell me, like, how was it? I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. You sound... <laughs> Everyone says I sound Australian, so you must sound Australian. Put <laughs> <Okay. laughs> another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like such the cheesy, the classy, like the cheesy, uh, stereotypical is the word I was looking for, a line that everybody <laughs> throws out when they hear Australian accent. No rules, just right. <laughs> That's right. I, I I apologize to our entire listeners for, for my attempts uh, at that accent. Uh, in in light of our good friend Tom Snoggles on the show, founder of Sun Power Lawn Care in Gainesville Holiday Lights. Dude, it's, this is gonna be fun, man. Are you ready to get into this? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm already entertained. Uh, <laughs> he, he like put in such an effort on his background too. Like, look at look at that. Look at that background yeah. effort there, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm in a storage room, so I had to pretty up somehow. I've been relegated to hidden away in the corner of our office building. So, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, before we get into the show, guys, we have some sponsors we need to thank. Michael, why don't you start us off, bro? That's that's right. Once again, we have Gainesville native Matt Houchins of Houchins Consulting. Matt is an SEO genius, working with brands on local and national level. And if you if you search right now, scooters in Gainesville, Colin, who do you think is the first one that comes up? Sure, hope it's us. It better be us, right? New scooters, let's fall. Matt, being an SEO genius that he can. Will Make sure that you show up in those search engines when people search for your product or service. If you mention the WoGMB podcast, Matt will hook you up with a free Google My Business audit and update. You can connect with them at 352-562-0310 or at gnvseo.com. Matt will hook you up and make sure you appear in all those searches on Google. Yeah, baby, Matt's, Matt's he's a genius. He's been sponsoring a lot of these uh, uh, coronavirus sessions. So Super Matt, appreciative. Yeah, Matt's a man. And we also have to thank the best restoration. You guys, whether you have one home or have several rental properties, one call to the best restoration can take care of all of your cleanup needs, eliminating the time and hassle that comes with hiring multiple vendors. The best restoration offers convenience, baby. The reputation and customer service are excellent, so you can trust them to take care of your biggest investments. They are a one-stop shop offering carpet and upholstery cleaning, tile and grout cleaning, area rug cleaning, air duct cleaning, water extraction, mold remediation, which they've done that for us at the scooter shop, uh, pet stain and odor removal, fire and smoke restoration, and so much more. Call Jorge and the team at The Best Restoration at 352-505-3321 or visit them online at thebestrestoration.com. Boom! Boom. Boom. Got it. 
Yeah, Jorge's awesome. He's so supportive of the community in general and gets out there and yeah, fantastic guy. He is, man. I absolutely love that guy. So, <laughs> all right, well, I'm ready to get into this. Let's do this. Where Let's should we go. begin? Huh, talk, well, first, give everybody a, a very brief background of you know what you guys do and kind of the evolution into the, the holiday lights a little bit. Just maybe, maybe uh, 60 seconds or so on that. Okay, uh, I'm Tom Snuggles, uh, the founder of Sun Power Lawn Care and Gainesville Holiday Lights. Uh, we started Sun Power Lawn Care in 2014. Um, <clears throat> so we've been in, business, I think this is our sixth year in business. And we got in, so right now we're, it's spring, things are beginning to pick up, uh, COVID, COVID files. So I mean, we've probably lost about 10% of our clients and things are beginning to draw up, but we've got more coming in. So that's great. Um, we got into Gainesville holiday lights cause we don't do landscape install. So during the winter, everything stops growing. Uh, so I wanted to find something pressure washing didn't, wasn't really right. Uh, it's cold. Uh, it sucks getting wet in the cold. And then, totally. yeah, I just couldn't, I was just trying to find something that will work. And Christmas lights is super fun. Uh, designing a, a house uh, and just kind of, uh, yeah, making, well, our, our phrase is, we'll bring your holiday dreams to light. So that's essentially what we do. And it's super fun. You know, I don't want to like, you know, start any kind of like challenge or anything, but, <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you've seen my house. During the Col- Colin, Colin Griswold over here. <laughs> I, know, I tell you, I dominate. I mean, if I started a com- competitive business to you, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm real. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, like, competition's I, good. I'm the guy. I'm the guy who like keeps all the stuff from last year, but then I go to the store and I buy like the the big new blow up unicorn and add that to the, the to the front lawn. And uh, I mean, we we won the holiday competition over here at Millhopper, baby. I'm telling you, yeah. unicorns yeah. are real. I spent I spent like <laughs> six, I spent six hundred dollars to win a twenty five dollar gift card in my neighborhood, and it was worth it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. You get all the blow-ups in like January or even the end of December for half price, and they're not that expensive. Yeah, I did not do that. I bought them like right after Thanksgiving when everybody else yeah. paid five times the price that I should have. Yeah. Well, I know. You, you say that's fun. I'm just imagining the like running the electricity and you get the light strands and one light goes out, they all go out. Like I don't know. I, I enjoy going going to see them. I don't think I could enjoy like working on them and setting up that kind of stuff. Actually, I had, like, I had more fun making the TikTok than anything because I did the like <laughs> hand grenade, like the Call of Duty hand grenade TikTok, where you like throw the ornament like onto the lawn and it goes, and then it like turns into. Uh, the decorated house it's more of content for me the only thing i can tell you is that i almost stopped doing it all together and and this is so this is a plug for businesses like yours because i fell off the roof once and uh and like hurt myself (laughs) the like ladder you know that you know the step on the ladder that you're not supposed to step on i stepped on that one and the whole ladder (laughs) the whole ladder like went out from underneath me and i fell to the ground you know i don't know how tall that is did you bounce what? <laughs> Did you bounce? 
Did I bounce? Uh, no, I hit like a concrete trim around my uh, like landscaping and hit me right in the middle of the back. It hurt. So yeah, that's where uh, workers' comp is really important. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, anyway, didn't mean to go all the way down that rabbit hole, but <laughs> it is. It no is. No worries. Cool, it is a cool business concept. That's a great way to like kind of offset, like you said, the uh, the summertime when things are super busy and uh, yeah. with grass growing because it definitely grasses grows fast in the uh, Florida. That's for danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't want to. I don't want to fight my guys. I don't want to. You know, seasonal employees. Um, the great. I don't want to say, hey, sorry, just you got to find something else. I want to keep them all year round. Yeah. And that helps with that helps with training as well in the long run, saves costs on that. So, yeah. That's good. I mean, we're, uh, we are we struggle with that too. I mean, because, I mean, how many – Mike, we always say we could use 30 people in the month of August, but then the rest of the year, you know, right now we have 11. <laughs> you know, right. Like, and like it's usually enough the rest of the year. It's just that one month where we just really have that seasonal rush for us where we really need the help. So we we definitely struggle with the, the seasonality of things. But and I know I know other companies like uh, I know Jorge does and then I don't know if student maids still do the turn, but they they train tons of people, have a room full of twenty to thirty people, train them all in one go. And then they work solid for what, two, three weeks, and then after that, done back to normal. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that's seasonal seasonal business for you, especially in a college town, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so, like, let's dive into this coronavirus stuff a little bit because that's really our main. Pri- that's our primary reason why we're you know doing yeah. little daily sessions. Uh, you know, I know you you had said uh, that you had lost. A, some clients it sounded like but you gained some new ones so that's good why don't you just to walk us back to several weeks ago and all this really started to unfold you know what were some of the conversations you were having with your team and just kind of what were the initial steps you were taking uh, when this thing happened uh well so we were i did some research on like how best to to kind of deal with this um so and and what what I was recommended and what we did was to split up our, our crews when they come in. So give it 15 to 30 minutes space. Uh, everyone washes. Well, first off, everyone comes in like 7.30, 7.45, 8 o'clock. And before they walk in, they wash their hands. Uh, yeah, they wash their hands. Um, and we're wiping down all of our tools and equipment on a regular basis, like daily. Uh, I'm encouraging people to wash their hands like before lunch, um, before they come back to the shop, uh, wipe all the equipment down. Uh, we got uh, paper towels where we could. There was actually a roll that was hidden behind some other stuff at Home Depot while I was in while I was in there, which we managed to get our hands on. And disinfectant wipes, disinfectant sprays, uh, hand soap, every truck has that in it. Because uh, <clears throat> you're, you're out getting pretty dirty anyway as a landscaper. So, yeah. Yeah, how many, uh, so how many team members do you say you have? We have four full-time 
in the field. Uh, we'll probably have five uh, by the end of the summer, maybe six. And then uh, one full-time in the office picking up the phones and then me full-time, well, over full-time, you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, I mean, uh, I mean, we're, you know, in May now and like the, the yeah. grass, the grass is, the grass is growing. I mean, you said there was a small, a small decrease in business. I mean, what did those clients, those clients left because I, I would assume it's like financially related, you know, yeah. lost jobs or something happened, but like what, you know, what were the reasons? Uh, can you kind of walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. Well, well, one's a restaurant. So they're, you know, bars down across their entrance not open uh others are like a they lost their job so we had a hairdresser who who cancelled service we do have we do have another hairdresser who uses us uh but he's kept service um uh, rental apartments we had a few of those uh cancel last week because the their tenants can't pay rent uh, so they're gonna let let things go a little bit. Uh, yeah. Just it's you know it's better to let the grass grow a bit longer, I guess, than not be able to make your mortgage payment. Yeah. What's your what's your uh, percentage of like commercial stuff to residential stuff? Are you like uh, we have about ten percent commercial. We predominantly aim for aim for residential. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would assume that that hasn't been affected too much. Cause I mean, like I, from a, from a standpoint of like, you're not really, you can go and cut people's grass without having to really interact with the customers or be within six feet of them. Right. And yep. you probably have them on a rotation anyway. So, I mean, yeah, you look at that as being like a really good thing, <laughs> uh, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we're super lucky. We're also seen as essential. Uh, I know people who can't put, makeup on their clients faces because that yes they lose all their book of business uh event event facilities they have nothing going on uh just any kind of event eventing people uh, in restaurants uh nah. i yeah we're lucky we're not in that industry yeah so, and with the, with the holiday lights, I, I don't know if you saw this article, but there was like the, these articles yeah. coming out that people were like putting up holiday lights right now because like as a sign of like hope and like all this kind of yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I just took mine down like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How did I lose that on this? Uh, yeah. I mean, have you guys done, have you guys done any holiday lights during the middle of the summer or like or, yeah. or spring? I mean, yeah, yeah we had did. some people do it. Well, no, we didn't have anyone do it, but we we did it ourselves. Uh, I went for I went for red, white, and blue, like a the cool white, which is a bit more of a like a like a bright white with more of a blue tint to the white instead of a yellow tint. Yellow tint's more kind of typically Christmas. So the red, white, and blue, we have it around our office, like outside right now. Uh, well, it's on at night and then in the mornings. Um, and then we've got our flat, our uh, sign pole out front that we've wrapped mini lights that flash and twinkle that are red, white, and blue too. That's cool. So we did something. 
Can I like, you know, you know, how like people you've heard the, the term zoom bombing where some, you know, you'd be doing a zoom meeting and somebody just like shows yeah. up and they, they bomb the, the meeting. Right. Can yeah. I like, can I like light bomb somebody's house? Like if I just, <laughs> if I just paid you to go and just decorate Michael's house without him knowing. Like, that, yeah, that would be cool. Is that even, is that, is that allowed or would that be like getting into trouble kind of? We can find out. <laughs> just try it once just try it yeah. Yeah, better, better to ask for forgiveness than permission yeah. and I, I live by that philosophy yeah you you'd never do anything if you didn't it, you'd be stagnant the whole time <laughs> you always have to ask for permission uh, you right. you have my, you have my permission if you want to come like uh you know decorate decorate my apartment here uh, with any kind of lights and you can go for it yeah man I know there's a bunch of, I was going to say there's a bunch of people like Colin that are just sitting around as they're in this remote life and they're like, you know, noticing the dust on the wall that hasn't been there for a while or noticing the tree that gets to need to be, uh, I'm sorry, that needs to be removed or all the landscaping that can be done. Like I, if, if you're not getting more business, like I got to imagine at least the, the customers, your potential customers are sitting there at home drawing up plans and, and wanting quotes or something that jobs that they want to get done as soon as things uh lift up here a little bit have you seen any of that or do you expect any kind of you know immediate rise as as things continue to open yeah yeah i from from what i've heard and other business owners i've talked to it's kind of uh everything that's going on has just delayed when typical things would start by a couple of months uh typically not for the scooter industry, oh man, I, whew, yeah, I don't even know how you're dealing with us too. Cause I mean, now we're hearing that like UF might like UF wants to open up in the fall, obviously, but like I've yeah. heard that that might just get pushed back a couple weeks or something in terms, or they might bring students back in phases, who knows, but, but you're right. Like everything's kind of been pushed back. Mm. But it, yeah, but you're, but the innovation that's coming out is is pretty amazing what what people are doing going all digital and then uh one of one of my favorite places was have you guys been to first mag first magnitude brewery yeah for the for the drive-through that goes through i haven't done it yet no i haven't done yeah. it they, they take you right through the warehouse so you can see everything and that's cool it's like a it's like a experience in itself yep yeah, they, it's all. All you have to do, like, you can just buy beer, or, and or yeah. do they like that? They're charging for a drive-through tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. five, five bucks dinner. Let's go. Yeah. Well, they usually do free tours. Uh, at, well, usually, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, yeah you just it's drive-through beer. Uh, cool. They give you a whatever. Yeah, I mean, like Mike, I'm totally on the same page as you with the uh, with everybody doing. You know. I've uh like my brother-in-law Robbie came over. We like uh, you know, repaired the fence. We've <laughs> we repaired some wood rot on out. Like I'm totally been noticing things all over my house. I'm like, oh, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. I'm spending way too much time at my house and noticing things and <laughs> people investing yeah. in their homes right now for sure. Yep. Yeah, we we have noticed that a little bit, but people are. Uh, kind of being wary and cautious just about where they do spend their funds. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But we, hey, we, we've got, uh, because we're not super slammed, we're spending so, we're spending a lot of time uh, prepping, just getting everything so, like cleaning everything, making things efficient on the back end. So when we do get busy, it's, it's simple. When the guys are changing blades on the mowers, they've, the, the tools right next to where they need it. When they're, when they're greasing up wheels, uh, the grease gun's right there. So it takes them 10 seconds to get it instead of, who uh, used it last? Where is it? So you can save in the long run by creating those minute efficiencies. Right. Here what, about for, what about for you from like uh, the owner standpoint, you know, ex- expenses, that kind of thing. I mean, like, ha- you know, have you been affected there with any of the loss and have you, did you like apply for the PPP stuff and were you successful in getting it? Yeah, we, we did apply for the PPP. Um, and we, yeah, we did get it like a few days ago. What day is it? Yeah. A few okay. days ago. Um, That's good. yeah, yeah. So, um, that's that's helped so we're giving our guys like 40 hours every week where because people have canceled we've given maybe 30 so we can still still keep them busy um but i you know it's not just go home and get paid it's let's let's work on things and make things just so streamlined efficient clean everything just yeah improve improve what we have so then when they're busy and they don't have time to do that yeah yeah no i mean i'm like i'm I'm totally on the same page i mean mike how many times have you heard me say i'm like this is this is a great lifeline it's great to have this uh you know this ppp you know money to to help cover a lot of these expenses because obviously income for a lot of companies has just you know plummeted uh including ours and so but it's now it's now it's like now that you have that lifeline it's like okay how do we how do we adapt pivot to you know really capitalize uh you know on the on the very near future you know what if this thing's you know we always talk about the crystal ball and the unknowns and not not really knowing you know uh, i think what you said about our scooter business is spot on like uh, like we don't we don't know if there's going to be school in august <laughs> right yeah. so i'm like i'm like i i have to play out the what if there is no school in august scenario and make sure that we're prepared for that and this this pp you know this ppp loan like you know grant forgiveness loan whatever you want to call it like has given us that opportunity to kind of you know, focus on that and come up with new revenue streams. And the dude, I was, I, I messaged Mike the other day. I'm like, dude, I'm pumped. I sold $300 of parts on eBay. You know, last time I, I, I mean, like it was like in 24 hours. I'm like, I haven't sold stuff on eBay since 04. 16 years. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was, that was what we were doing hardcore in the beginning days of this company. And uh, right. so now we've been kind of throwing it back to the roots a little bit. It's it's it actually it's kind of rekindled that fire a little bit too for those old school things you know like I I don't know I just love the the hustle of of eBay and and that kind of stuff too but yeah has it so the thing with with everything that's happened with uh with COVID is for us is we I felt it's given us more time instead of kind of running around to try to get everything done 
it's given us more time to kind of stand back, see what we need to really focus on. So uh, it's, I always try to find the positive in things. Yeah. So, if you had to, if you had to give yourself like a letter grade or something on how you've used that time, I'm just curious if you, if you'd be transparent and maybe you've nailed it, but like, I feel like, you know, we, we always want that time or we have all these projects that we, we, you know, put on the back burner for what we would do if we had the time. And now we have this benefit, the opportunity of time. And some people are, are killing it. They're, they're getting all the stuff off the list that they always wanted to do and never had time to do. And some people, you know, I feel are, are not making as great use of it. And, and, you know, I struggle to know, like, I'm curious how, how Tom, you think you're, you're doing Colin, how do you think we've done? You know, I would say maybe we're a B minus on, on how we've used our time. Okay. Yeah. Or, and it's not B minus. Cause I'm, <laughs> I mean, like this is important for you to know because I'm straight up an A over here in my world. Yeah. Well, no, I just mean globe. Like there's, there's so many things. So Tom, Tom I'll ask you, like, do you, do you feel like you've nailed it? Is there still more that you want to get done? Uh, yeah, that, there's, there's always more that I want to get done, but, uh, I feel like we've done a really good job. Uh, like we I've developed things. So I've been focusing on our customer experience. Um, in, like this time of year, usually we're running around like headless chickens. Uh, all right, this motor broke, let's get a part, let's fix it. So, so that, the, so that, uh, our clients never see anything, but in nice, nice smooth water and don't see the turbulence underneath. Uh, and because we're not just crazy, crazy busy, um, I've been able to focus on the customer experience, which will then benefit us in the long run, um, Im improve, uh, improve referrals from our clientele, um, it boosts us have, so we have more fans in general. Uh, on the social media side, I've definitely sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did do a promotion giving away a TV uh, when things when COVID started like going out, um, which I actually won from a chamber event. But yeah, on, on the social media side, we could definitely do better. Uh, but if I if I didn't have to think about that, I think we've done great. Like we've got we've developed a new client packet that's that's going out to all of our current clients, and we'll go out to all of our new clients. We're working on a referral program now. Uh, I've done a lot more, a lot more training. Um, yeah, instead of ch running around trying to put out fires, I've actually worked on making sure those fires don't happen. Uh, that's that's probably a negative for how we have our businesses set up. We do, we go all out from from March to we well, usually all out from March through. September, October, uh, and then we hit Christmas like straight away. Uh, and then we don't really have a break until the end of January. Well, two weeks of Christmas, always have that off. Uh, so we only have February and half of March to develop, develop other things. So, yeah. Oh, Tom, I mean, did you ever really give yourself a grade? <laughs> a grade? <laughs> <laughs> What's, what's what's the grade, Tom? Don't avoid the question. Yeah, I, I, that that's very political esque. Um, <laughs> um, I'd say, I'd say, if I had to grade myself, I always give myself an A. But no, no, um, I'd say a B. 
that really the the social media side has uh, brings us down. There's so much I want to get done on the on video, just putting basic videos together, explaining our different services, frequently asked questions, um, how to do certain things in in the lawn landscape arena. Uh, everything takes time. If, if I was hard on myself, because uh, I want to do all of these things, I give myself a C, but can't always be hard on yourself. So, eh, B, B plus. All right, so Mike, do you want my answer now? Yeah, I'll take yours. Uh, I'm interested. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, interestingly on the social media side, I would actually, I'm gonna, so I'm going to give me a, like a B plus and only because Tom brought up the social media set and like me being a social media guy, um, I've really done a poor job of new scooters for less's social media, even though it's not technically like, like all on my shoulders. Um, it's kind of fallen off the, off the, you know, train a track a little bit. Uh, we haven't put out as much content for new scooters for less as I would have liked during this time. But with all that said, you know, we've taken really good advantage of, of the time that we've had. The first thing that we did was a storage pivot right? Like immediately we started scooter storage and I think we've had one of our best years with scooter storage. And a lot of that has to come down to the execution of the newsletters and getting information out to customers. I think, I mean, we're still bringing in storage now and I would be surprised, Mike, like we need to go back and look net net, but I've, I've kind of done some net net comparisons and given the fact that we did not rent the additional storage space, I think we've done better this year than on revenue wise than almost any year we've ever done. Um, so I don't know. I'd have to like dive into that a little bit more, but I know it's close. The other thing, daily podcast pivot, you know, I was really like, I mean, how to like, I miss the studio so much. How do we like really, how do we really like provide this value to not only our, the local businesses, um, but to sponsors and to our audience more, more, you know, like how do we provide that in the daily pivot on the podcast has been awesome. Um, then we made the e-signature pivot with the scooter dealership, all, all e-signatures, buy a scooter, sign all your paperwork electronically. We'll deliver it to you. You never have to step foot in the showroom. Now we just come finish the consignment, uh, program pivot, looking long-term thinking that the supply chain could be affected. We're not going to have as much inventory. So like being able to do consignment, like we just were like literally finishing up that paperwork now. Uh, the eBay revenue, and then of course going after the funding from the government and contacting all vendors and negotiating deferments and like, you know, really just building up cash flow. Because like this is the time when this kind of stuff happens, it's all about cash, 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 cash. Get as much cash, hoard as much cash as possible. Um, and and we like I look at this huge list of stuff, these pivots that we've accomplished. We've done that in eight weeks. That's a lot. That's um, awesome. We've done a lot in a short period of time. And uh, so I'm, I don't know. I'm proud of my team. I'm, I'm amped about everything that we've done. I mean, Mike, well, hold on. Don't, don't make it seem Mike, like I'm Mike, not Mike proud. Has, Mike has obviously been on vacation <laughs> the last eight weeks. And, <laughs> and uh, make, make me out to be the bad guy. No, so where I'm coming from <laughs> is, I mean. He's a B minus. He needs to step it up now. But, <laughs> Little, I didn't say fun. I'm a B minus. So, so the way I look at it is like, I mean, I think as business leaders, we all know there's no such thing as a 40 hour work week for us, right? Mm. We, we work ourselves into the ground a lot. And, and some, some of us, depending on what it is, it's like, that's, that's natural. It's, it's second nature and everything. But the reality is you, you can work yourself hardcore into needing a break. And, 
and in this, um, I think some, some business leaders, some people are getting a break that they've put off for a long time, even though a lot would argue that now is not the time to take that break. Uh, you got to be working on business now more than ever. So I think you've got that kind of phenomenon going, uh, going against this other feeling where it's like, even though it's not going to happen this way, if the light switches on tomorrow and suddenly we're in the post COVID world and everything is back to normal, right? Will you look back on the time that you had and feel like you used it to the best of its ability or will you be sorry that you didn't? And I think that those two ideas kind of play against each other. Um, you know, you want to be as efficient as possible. You want to make sure that the equipment is up to date and all the stuff that you haven't done is, is, is lubricated and it's ready. So as soon as things get busy, that it's ready to go and there's no setbacks and all your processes are locked down and everything. But I think for some people, and I'm not saying it was me, but for some, some people, they, they use it as an opportunity to, to take a break that they haven't given themselves in a long time. Um, so that's why I ask, you know, like, I think for me, like, I never, I'm, I'm motivated by regret. Like, I never, I, I don't want that light switch to go on and me, me sit here and feel like, man, I wish I would have taken better advantage of the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, what I find pretty interesting is what people are doing now to deal, to deal with the situation and then how they're going to use that in their business to, in the future when this all dies down, whatever that is. And okay. their businesses will be stronger than they were before. It's like the classic, right? The through a recession or whatever, it's the businesses that survive and get through it come out the other end stronger. Yeah, there's no so doubt. It's, yeah, I've like we've we've talked about that a couple of times. I mean, you're seeing businesses come up with new revenue streams right now. They're they're making these pivots, and these pivots are just going to stick when all this is done and they're just going to add that revenue stream onto what they used to do. And that's going to yeah. businesses that survive will uh, be so much stronger because of this, which is, which is cool. I just, right. hope, I just hope that we can help more businesses survive, uh, yeah. whether it's through the education of this podcast or just emotional support. Like I've, I've been telling people like, <laughs> yo, you need somebody to talk to, like, let me know. We'll just get on a call and, and talk. And I've, I've had some of those, those meetings too. Um, well, we got to wrap this up in a minute, but like, what's like one thing that you've learned, whether personally about yourself or your business, you know, maybe some, maybe you read more or something because of this, like self-investment, like what's one thing that you've learned or done for yourself, um, you know, through, through this mess? Uh, I mean, like standing back and just kind of looking at everything, uh, taking a breather, you can uh, I can kind of see see where I need to focus my time. Um, it's get out of the weeds, right? That's the that's the term. Uh, once you stand back and can take a look, you can see where you where where developing the business will, will benefit you and everyone within the business in the long run. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's my takeaway. Uh, focus on positives. And definitely when, when things are going bad, see, reach out to other business owners and see, see how you can help, see what you can do, see if there's anything. Um, yeah, just offering support. And, cool. It's good stuff. Yeah. Mike, have you learned anything through all this? Yeah. Well, there's one thing. I'm curious with your buying scooter program. 
is did you do that before are you gonna be doing that more is is this the the consignment program yeah yeah we i mean we've like never really done anything like that normally we would do a buyback like we've had a buyback program so if you buy you know if you buy a a scooter from us and then you graduate four years later we've always told those customers like give us the opportunity to buy it back first but now because we're in such a place where we need to hold on to our cash i've been very hesitant to to even spend you know any money on mm. used scooters uh one because there i have a small fear that if i buy it now and you know may that i'm gonna have to hold on to it till august just to get it sold mm. um Whereas a consignment program is going to allow us to get the inventory without having to put the money up front and then still get the customer, you know, uh, their cut and we still get our cut. And, and I think it's a good opportunity because we've put tons of new units on the roads over the last four years. Um, so I, but my main, my main thought process was really, you know, one inventory, we, you know, we do floor inventory like a car dealership does and, mm-hmm. uh, and the interest starts to build on that. And like that interest expense has gotten heavy over the years. And I'm like, man, like I'm like, we don't need, we don't need to have $700,000 of new inventory anymore. Like, wow. like let's keep yeah. this, let's keep this down and keep this interest expense low. And, um, and this is a great way of doing it because we're not paying for the inventory and there's plenty of used markets. Plus we've seen in, in the, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a signal of some of the times, but we've had, how many requests, Mike, have we had for used units over new ones in the last 12 months? Oh, I mean, it, a lot. I mean, to answer it, a lot. I mean, I think daily there's some, and it's, it's people that, you know, I, I think before people were much more, you know, I want to come in, I want to get a new unit, whatever, and spend, I have this budget for it. And now it's like, people are, I don't know. I don't know if this is a sign of, of recession, people holding their money a little bit tighter, but people are much more willing to take a gamble on, Hey, let me, let me get this scooter used for cheaper. And if I have to buy two in a four year uh, stretch, then maybe I'll do that um, Mm -hmm. rather than spending the money up front. So, so that's, that's interesting to me. And like I said, I don't know if that's a marker of potential recession or if it's just a a trend and and saturation because of like Colin said, the amount of units we put on the road the last few years. Uh, But there is a, a higher demand on, on used scooters, especially like I would say under, uh, you know, $1,500 under a thousand bucks. And I think we've done a good job as a dealership and as business leaders of, you know, always recognizing that, like seeing these trends and then being like, okay, we need to, we need to do something about this. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm feeling really confident about this program and, and, uh, I'm excited to get it, to get it executed. And, I mean, if, if it's, uh, just, if we have just to imagine that, if I was doing, just imagine if I was doing a work over here, I know. I mean, <laughs> work. I mean, I just, Hey, if we need to change our name from new scooters for less to use scooters for less, that is what, yeah. what we will do, baby. We are That's not, right. we are not afraid. So do you have that domain name. Uh, yeah. Colin has every domain <laughs> yeah. name. I have every domain name you can think yeah. of. I own nice. domain names of our c- competition too. <laughs> Oh, I, I was, he, I he was bought tomsnuggles.com while we we're sitting here. I bought tomsnuggles. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, man. I'll sell it to you. It's going to cost you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we got to wrap this up. But why don't you tell everybody where they can hire your services, uh, get holiday lights on, and 
their house in May if they wanted to do so. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're always doing commercial, uh, always getting quotes out for commercial projects uh, for, for GamesWellHolidayLights.com. Um, so that's all throughout the year. A residential really starts up in probably October, and then Thanksgiving hits, and it's crazy straight after that. But they can reach us on uh, on our cell phone. I've got a little flyer here. There's a house we did a couple of years ago. It's 352-325-2225. And, uh, and we're on Facebook as well. And then Sunpower Lawn Care is on Facebook too. Sunpowerlawncare.com. Uh, we're here, ready to help. Uh, let us know. Let us know if you need anything. Awesome, man. This has been a lot of fun to have this oh, yeah. episode. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I got worse. I got worse towards the end there. <laughs> I, you know, I, used to, I used to live in England for three years when I was a kid. And, uh, Where at? Uh, so, it, I mean, it's Ely. Uh, it was a little mm-hmm. town called Littleport. And Ely, my dad was stationed at Lincoln Heath Air Force Base. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah so, so we were out there. A couple hours, that, a couple hours north of London. Is uh, okay. Is that Sussex? The Suffolk, even. Uh, I East Anglia there. I, really call. Uh, <laughs> I, was, like, I was a kid, and I've been back several times, but uh, I was challenged. I was in like second grade when first second grade time frame when I was over there. But uh, I, okay, I, like I love it. I love going back. It's nice when it's not raining. Yeah. So but, anyway, there's your uh, fun tip of the day that nobody really knew. Colin lived, in, <laughs> Colin lived in England for three years. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, this was a lot of fun. Gainesville world, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the WHOA GNV podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you later. Bye, everybody. Cheerio. Cheerio. Bye, <laughs> man.